When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there. Sorry about that. I don't always get all my Twitter messages. So the one where you sent the invite, like <laughs> it, di- it didn't tell me that I that was something was there. I didn't get to something that you said, hey, do you having problems? I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I forgot to get your phone. That's the reason why I sent it through Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I gave I, you, I, I, the phone. I, I gave you my phone number uh, when we first talked the other day. Oh, see, I forgot to put it down. That would have worked. Okay. So, yeah, it's, I didn't yeah, look it's... through them. Yeah, yeah, I see it right here. I forgot to put it. <laughs> but it's all good. Either way you got through, how you doing today? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How has you? Well, I guess since it's Monday, how is your weekend? Uh fairly uneventful. <laughs> Nothing oh, going on. Yeah. Oh, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So, you are a heavy set male talent. I am. And um, I like to call you a dad bod, you know. Um, like I said, like, like, like you, my man Rico Blaze and stuff, actually, I consider y'all heroes because I get sick and tired of seeing six pack muscle bound dudes doing all the fucking in these scenes. When half the people that's buying these scenes ain't got a six pack half the damn time. <laughs> well, that that that's that's definitely a big part of my brand. I I don't like to call myself a dad bod. I think I'm a little bit too big for the dad bod. Um, I identify more as uh, a BHM, which stands mm-hmm. for big for big handsome. It's basically mm-hmm. the the masculine uh, equivalent to, to BBW. W, yeah. Most definitely, yeah. most definitely, most definitely. So, um, have you done any shoots recently in the past couple of uh, weeks? Any? Uh, oh, yeah, Christmas. I'm always busy at Christmas time. Uh, it's my third year doing Santa Claus, so yeah, I had a really oh. busy December. Oh, okay, okay. Who who did you work with? Um, I worked with Kyla Keys. Um, I worked with Penny Peacock. Um, okay. I'm trying to remember everyone. I, I'd, I'd have to go back and, lo- and look at my calendar, everybody I worked with. So, mm-hmm. um, it, it kind of all blends together sometimes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I, I did, um, um, uh, Marie Daly. I worked with her, uh, did some Santa stuff. So yeah, I, you know, oh, I'm cool. just, yeah, that's, that's always a, a busy time for year for me at the, yeah, um, Marie Daly, Marie Daly is a, a smoke buddy out of these piece. How was he working with her? Oh, she's great. She's great. And um uh she was fantastic. she's great to work with. She's real chill. Um and I actually got my first paid work as Santa this year. I got hired uh by Valentina Bellucci uh nice. for her she 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 runs a, a a taboo website. So that that was a little bit different. So like when I do my Santa Claus, I'm actually playing Santa. I'm not playing mm-hmm. someone pretending to dress up as Santa, but for that one particular scene uh, that mm-hmm. I was hired for by Valentina. I was actually I was playing her stepbrother who dressed up as Santa to trick her, basically. Oh snap! Hello. Hello. Oh, I, I, okay. I I am so sorry, but I did not realize that when I tabbed out of the invitation, it stopped recording yeah. my microphone. I did not realize okay. that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. I, I I went I, I went and I pu- I pulled up my calendar to to look at things. So, um, yeah. but I, yeah. I I didn't realize it cut my microphone off there. Yeah, no, my, my, my my apologies. 
Yeah. I won't touch so, I won't touch my phone then. <laughs> so I know it feel good to have a paid gig out this piece. Um and, oh, yeah. and how was that shoot like? So you say you was pretending uh, to you was a stepbrother pretending to be Santa Claus. Yeah. So, so ba- basically, she wrote a letter to Santa, and me as a stepbrother, I find the letter, and I'm like, "Hey, I can trick her. I can pretend to be Santa and tell her you let me have sex with you, and I'll bring you all this stuff on your wish list that you sent to me." And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so then, yeah, while, while, while we're having sex, she figures out it's, you know, it's, it's me, her stepbrother, um, mm-hmm. and not really Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was an interesting scene for sure. Most definitely. Oh yeah. That's how I got was a fun ass scene out of this piece. So yeah, and, I mean, go ahead. I was just saying, like I said, I, it was fun because it was different than what I normally do with my Santa Claus stuff. Cause like I said, when I normally do Santa, I'm not, I'm, I'm playing the actual real Santa Claus and not pretending that I'm just a dude dressed up as Santa. So it was a nice yeah. departure. Yeah, because I figured they probably because I figured you being like you know saying a bigger dude that a lot of people mm-hmm. will probably want to holler out doing a Santa Claus scene. You know, pretty, well, for sure. Well, and and it's it's not just that I actually look more like Santa Claus, but I've actually yeah. invested a great deal of money into my Santa Claus outfit. I'm mm-hmm. not just wearing the cheap off the rack Walmart costume that you can find at the holiday season or something like that. Mm-hmm. My whole Santa getup, I've I've invested over five hundred dollars into my whole Santa getup. Damn. So, uh, uh j- just like so, a- a- any of those suits that you buy, the belts they come with are a really cheap vinyl, and they st- as soon yeah. as you sit down, your belly stretches the belt out and it becomes useless. So, the mm. leather belt I-, I had a custom leather belt made two years ago, and mm. just that belt, just the belt was a hundred dollars. So, why well, because yeah, you were made it, put money by your shit. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, because it's it's the Santa Claus stuff is always very, very popular. So mm-hmm. it's what it's 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 worth that investment. I, I've had models travel to Vegas from out of state just to do Santa Claus content. So mm-hmm. it's it's definitely right. a worthwhile and worthwhile investment. The, the, the mm-hmm. next thing I hope I can do um, is convince some of these bigger studios because all, all the big studios put out holiday content, put out Santa content, but it's always yeah. some skin. It's always some skinny guy in a cheap suit. I mm-hmm. want to be able to go to these studios and say, "Hey, maybe this year consider hiring a quality hey, Santa hey, Claus." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it, it it makes sense that he's authentic. That he's a big guy. You know, period. Yeah. Just because you're a big guy doesn't mean you don't have a big dick. Let's keep it one hundred. Because <laughs> some big, oh, yeah. big boys do be packing that. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. So look, let me do these particulars, and so we can get this on the road. Okay. Okay. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career. All you gotta do is download the Anchor app. Or go to anchor.fm and get yourself a profile and start podcast today. I'm your host, Kevin Arvissover Champ, aka the porn rap star. Y'all know what it is. Find all my links. I'm talking about my porn links, my music links, as well as my social media links. All with one link. I'm talking about all my links.com backslash porn rap star. Also, we have two wonderful sponsors. The first one being the Facebook and LS community, LSworld.com. Go there today and get yourself a profile, as well as the hottest erotic magazine in the world right now i'm talking about eroticism magazine.com go there today get yourself a subscription you can either get it paperback or you can get it digital either way get it and you get to watch some of the sexiest ladies from around the world do some freaky shit within their pages also we're a proud member of the gw district black podcasting network talking about multiple podcasts giving you the black experience Plus, while you're there, experience a great shopping. You get the opportunity to buy products from over 500 black-owned retailers and shops selling strictly to you. So go to shopgwdistrict.com, buy black, support black businesses, build the black commerce, and create generational wealth. Also, we have a new smoke spot. I can't, can't, I, I can't talk much. I can't talk. I'm just messing up. We got a new spoke spot that I have to be proud about. I'm talking about Skyhawk After Dark TV. Go there today and listen to the podcast via on their radio station or on my page. So go to Skyhawk After Dark 
smokespot.tv.com and catch us on the new smoke spot. And now I'm going to sit back and let this big, handsome man introduce himself. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Vinny O'Neill, and that is O'Neill with two L's. I am a big, handsome man, as our generous host just introduced, introduced me as, also uh, referred to as BHM, masculine version of BBW, trying to carve out my own path here in the adult industry. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Now, the one thing I do notice when you first got the game, there wasn't a lot of guys with your body type. Did you think that was going to hurt you? Well, yes and no. There's certainly guys in the industry uh, who have come before me who are definitely in the BHM category. Mm-hmm. But looking back at the guys who came before me, most of them, either by choice or just because of the, the direction the industry forced them into, were relegated to a niche gross-out category. Um, mm-hmm. Most of mo- – either they played cuck holds or – um, they, there, there was always something where they were belittled in some way. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, the minion who used to film for the dog fart network, he's, he's an example all of his stuff involved having food smeared all over his body and the girls telling him how gross he was. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wanted to take a different approach. I see myself as a talent who happens to be a BHM not a BHM who happens to be a talent. So my size and my body type are not the primary focus of what I do. Um, They do Mm -hmm. play a role in it because there's certainly a fan base that likes the bigger guys. And I, and I absolutely cater to that fan base, Mm -hmm. but I am, I am very strict about not doing anything humiliating, anything that mocks, guys for their or mocks anybody like I, I, nothing i do is mean or degrading or humiliating um because i think like i have no problem with anyone who wants to do something like that but that's not what i want to do so i wanted i wanted to do something a little bit different than some of the guys who came before me and mm-hmm. try to and try to appeal to a bit wider audience okay so what brought you into the industry um, it was uh, a friend of mine who I, I call her industry adjacent. She runs a many vids. She runs an only fans, but she doesn't mm-hmm. attend industry events. She doesn't work with other industry talent. Uh, she does primarily solo, uh, photos and videos and occasionally does videos with, uh, a guy she happens to be dating at the time, things like that. And mm-hmm. back in the fall of 2018, she asked me, if I would be willing to do a POV blowjob video uh, for her platforms. And I'm like, you want to suck my dick? Okay. Like, <laughs> it's like, like, I mean, how, how often do you get a girl asking if you want a blowjob? And, um, yeah. and like, it was, it was, it was like three minutes. It's just POV, just me holding her phone. And it, I, I had a lot of fun doing that. Um, so, I knew that AVN, you know, being in Vegas, being a Vegas local, AVN comes every year. Uh, there was a model that I was a fan of at the time, but the name of Lil Mina, she's since retired from the industry. I mm. knew that she, she just from having purchased her content in the past, I knew that she did shoots with fans. You basically would hire her just like you, like anybody would hire, like any studio would hire her to do a shoot and she would film it and sell it on her many vids. And you got to appear in one of her videos. So I reached out to her uh, for that and set that up with her to take place in January of 2019. But in the intervening months from when I first reached out to her and when we actually filmed, I kind of said to myself, hey, I'm going to have the one thing that no guy ever has, and that's a reference from somebody within the industry. Mm -hmm. Um, So I created my porn persona, my porn Twitter, and I just started reaching out to to other models saying, hey, my name's Vinny. I'm going to be filming my very first scene at AVN with Little Mina. And Mm -hmm. I was fortunate enough to find a couple of other models willing to work with me. And I approached AVN 2019 as a a one-time thing. Mm -hmm. I went into it thinking to myself, hey, I'm going to go. I'm going to have this experience, but it's it's likely never going to go anywhere. 
Well, fast forward to January 2022, and it's been my full-time career ever since. And it just I, – I, 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 I came out of the gate. I took off, and I never stopped. Oh, that, my goodness. So, now, be it that, like I said, you being a, a heavier set man, how did the ladies react to you when you hit them up as far as shooting content? Because I know that there's some females that – on that shallow how bullshit. So it was certainly a a mixed reaction. I would say overwhelmingly it was positive. I say there's there's I've received more of a positive reaction than a negative one by far. Um, One of the people I first reached out to uh, was actually very enthusiastic about wanting to work with me. And I actually spoke to her for like every day for two weeks. Uh, she wasn't going to be coming out for AVN, but she was planning a trip to Vegas later in the year. So we talked mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks, and she and she gave me some um, some advice and things like that. Um, and then when it came closer to the time for her trip, I reached back out again and said, hey, do you have dates yet? Do you want to go ahead and, and schedule something? She goes, oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I can't actually work with you. I'm like, wait, what's going, what do you mean? She goes, well, you're, you're, you're fat and my fans won't like that. And I have no problem. Any people should only work who they work with, who they want to work with. So I, I never have a problem mm-hmm. with rejection, but it was, it was surprising to me because I literally had spent two weeks chatting with her and she seemed very excited about working with me, even though I was brand new. Um, mm-hmm. And she said, and apparently when I reached out to her, and I gave her all my information. She never bothered to actually look at me. She never bothered to look at a picture of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it wasn't until, you know, several weeks later when we were actually trying to set a date that she, you know, and she said, oh, my fans won't like you because you're a bigger guy. And it was like, and again, I just, I have no problem with anyone rejecting me ever. Like, hey, just you mm-hmm. work with who you want to work with. That's that's totally understandable. Mm-hmm. But I I personally felt that was unprofessional. I'm like, hey, I I sent you links to my social media when we first started talking. Why didn't you take a look at it back then and reject me back then instead of giving me all this yeah. excited excited words of encouragement for, for for literally for two weeks? You know, it's like so that 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 um you know, was kind of a downer. And that that's something that I've been working towards trying to fix within our industry because that mm-hmm. that's the number one reason I get rejected. It's not necessarily that the female is unwilling to work with me because I'm big, but that they're worried that their fans won't like the content. And mm-hmm. my motto is if you produ- produce diverse content, you'll create it, you'll uh, create a diverse fan base. But if you well, limit see, yourself, I, I'm going to tell you what the girls make. See, once again, mm-hmm. it goes back to the adage with the BBWs that they mm-hmm. ran into. Men are more subjected to spend money on porn mm-hmm. of girls that they feel they have a chance of getting than that of girls they don't. Part of that is you have them shoot with guys that look like the guys that are watching. Right. And so people can understand it's not it's it's not that it makes the guy that's watching see and say, I think I can do porn. No, that's not it. Mm-hmm. It's the average dude that, that's buying this porn, he's not a in the weight room, six pack, six foot six, big muscular guy. He works a nine to five. He drinks beer. He might have a gut. He might be weighing 300 pounds. He might weigh 250. He might weigh 150. He's the average dude. So it would make it one, it would dare the female even more to the fan base because one, it's like you fucking a fan almost. And if they feel they got a chance to fuck you, it's going to make them spend more money. It's called psychology. And that's absolutely true. And again, that's that that's something that when I'm 
talking to talent and trying to set up shoots, I relate to them all of the positive stories that I hear. Like, there's so many models that I've worked with that I'm I'm the first bigger guy. I'm the first BHM that they've ever worked with in their careers. And mm-hmm. once they work with me and they release a scene with me, they're flooded with messages. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. He looks just like me. I've heard that from so many models that I've worked with. It's the same reason why it's the same reason why you also work with a BBW because Mm -hmm. there's men that want to see real ass women. They don't want to see the fluff dolls. Oh, absolutely. See the fake tits all the time. So it's it it, the problem is that a lot of these chicks is kind of I'm just it it, to keep it one hundred. A lot of these chicks pick that time based on who the hell they want to fuck. That's true. It's not well. about business. True. It's not about mm-hmm. business. It's not about if this person can make money. Because trust me, the conversation was never. Did Vinny? Did Vinny make sales for you? No, it was. Can Vinny eat that pussy? And Vinny can fuck. Because that's why the girls judge their talent a lot of times. We judge our talents different because we do look at numbers in some ways. You know, period. You know, and also we kind of got to work with who's willing to work with us. You know, period. Because I got pigeonholed into many times where girls, like skinny girls, like you sure I'm the right one for you? Because I can't help that I work with a bunch of BBWs because them the ones that want to do content trade. What I post, right? Right. And so, like for 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 me, my my philosophy be is I want to work with everyone. I don't care if you're skinny. I don't care if you're BBW. I don't care if you're short. I don't care if you're tall. I don't care if you're uh, white. Or you're a person of color. I just I I try as hard as I can to produce content with as many diverse talents as possible, so that way someone can. And, and, and the other thing I don't do is I don't segregate my content. I don't separate. Like I don't have different stores for BBWs. I don't have different stores for trans. Like, everything is all in one place, and mm-hmm. so. It doesn't doesn't matter what somebody is into. You're almost guaranteed to find something that you like on my stores. Do you like BBWs? I got BBWs. Do you like women of color? I got women of color. Do you like trans women? I got mm-hmm. trans women. You know, do you like mm-hmm. the, the this the the skinny cis white females under the age of twenty five like you find in the big studios? Mm-hmm. I got those too. I have every different thing, and mm-hmm. it's allowed me to create a fan base to where. I don't have fans saying, you know, um, don't work with this type of person, don't work with that type of mm-hmm. person, because they they know it's pointless to say something like that to me because I, I work with literally everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's that heckler's veto that I think gets in mm-hmm. the way the most of diverse content getting produced in our industry because you have a mm-hmm. very loud but small minority of fans yelling at these girls, sending them abusive emails and DMs and everything, trying to tell these girls only work with, you know, this type of talent, whether they only want them working with a certain race or a certain body type or a certain ethnicity. There's, there's a, there are, there are definitely a lot of toxic fans in those indus- in the, mm-hmm. uh, in the industry. And see, unfortunately, see, I those, those, is, I think the problem mm-hmm. is that, Men, we don't listen to the bullshit the fans say. We listen to the numbers. Women don't even look at the numbers. Because I, 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 I've seen, I've seen, I've seen it go both ways for sure. You know, what I'm saying the, the, the reason why I say that is because, for example, if I'm making money and she's paying attention, she said I done shot. They say with with Mister Mr. Mino here, Mister. Actually, my top selling scene. You feel what I'm saying? Common sense. Mm-hmm. He's one of my top sellers. Let me hit him back up. And I've had As that. Men, I definitely have that. Yeah, <laughs> you, you feel it come from? Yeah. But a lot of times they don't look at that. They listen to their fan base, just like you have girls who sit there and say, Well, part of the reason I won't do boy girl because I'm afraid I'm going to lose my fan base if I do. Not realizing you're actually gaining a fan base if you do. You feel what I'm coming from? You know, well, it, it's go ahead. I'll say it, 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 there's a definite give and take because I I definitely know plenty of female models that as soon as they even talk about working with another guy, 
their fans get upset with them. There's, 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 I mean, so there's, I, 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 I don't, I don't like lumping everyone in saying, Oh, they only do this. or they only do that. Cause I've, I've literally seen it go, yeah. bo- I've literally seen it both go, go both ways. I've had, I've had, I've had talent tell, that tell me they base everything on their sales. And there's other ones yeah. that are basing it on, yeah. on uh, their, their fans comments. And, um, it, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely a delicate situation that we all got to find balance. But, but again, that's why I personally, from the very beginning have focused on producing diverse content. That way I'm, mm-hmm. I've never, I've never limited myself. I've never focused on a niche, made a bunch of money on that niche. And then if I try to deviate from that niche, I end up upsetting my fans. I, I, I've uh, avoided that. And I think that mm. the industry as a whole will do better if it's like, look, if you just produce the more diverse content in terms of mm-hmm. not, not only who you're working with, but the type of content that you produce that w- mm. we, we can start to break down those walls and break down those barriers to where mm. we don't have a, a toxic fan base controlling who we're working with. Now, Let's go back a little bit because it's something that you brought up. And I'm glad that you actually said this. You film with transsexuals, am I correct? Yes, I do work with trans talent, yes. Okay. Have you caught fire because of it? Uh, Have I caught fire? No. Um, But, I mean, I I have run into other talent in the industry who push that – that completely unfounded homophobic stigma of trans people being at a higher risk for things like HIV, which is complete and utter nonsense. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I, 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 I wouldn't say that I've, I've caught fire for it. And again, that's, that's one of the reasons why is that I've, I've, I've built a brand that's attracted a fan base that mm-hmm. is not, is not bigoted in that way. Mm-hmm. It's by, by, so there, there, there's people I know that work with cis talent and trans talent, but they take mm-hmm. all of the trans content and they shuffle it off to a separate website or a separate clip store. But mm-hmm. again, I don't do that. So it's, it's, it's never a shock or a surprise to my fans when I work with trans talent because I treat them equally as any of the cis talent that I work with. I, I don't discriminate. Hey, I, I mean, don't segregate. And two, and two, yeah. I'm not even going to front. This puts you actually – in a very unique position because there's not a lot of male times that shoot with trans. So that means you actually gets a lot of opportunity to work with actually some of the top ones in the business. Uh, that, that thankfully is, there's a lot, it's becoming a lot more common for male talent to work with trans, which I'm happy mm-hmm. to see. Um, but they definitely go back three years ago. There were definitely oh, no. fewer, f- fewer independent male <laughs> talents willing to work with trans because they were, they were afraid. They were afraid when of I came being in, stigmatized. Dude, when I came into business, yeah. you got blackballed. That's how bad yeah. it was back then. You oh, got yeah. blackballed, you know, period. And shouts out to Christian Triple X who survived the black ball. He told him to go fuck yeah. themselves. And you see what right. he's been doing ever since. Yeah. So yeah, out the hill, goddammit. And yeah, uh, uh, yeah and, and uh, for those rare occasions where I have received negative comments for fans, I I respond <laughs> to that by doubling down. Like if a fan yeah. gets mad that I'm working with trans, I'm like, nope, okay, I'm gonna put this in your face. I work with trans talent and I'm happy to work with trans talent. Like I, I, I never shy away from something like that. I never, but, I but, never but, let those but, fans but, tell me what let's, to do. Let's be real. 75% of our goddamn male fan base is gay. What? The, be the, real. But, but, but gay, gay, seven, gay, that's, that's another tricky subject because trans women are women doing trans porn is not gay porn. But yeah. there is, I, I've I've had the most difficulty with my gay and bi followers uh, getting them to understand that the yeah. my gay and bi followers see me working with trans talent, and then they ask me, "Hey, if you're willing to work with so and so, why won't you work with a gay man?" I'm like, "Because I'm not attracted to men. A trans woman is not a man. A trans woman is a woman." Um, but the the gay and bi community, that's that's actually where I've run into the most issue is they assume that. You know, working with one person with a penis means I'll work with anybody else with a penis. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not attracted to men. If I'm not attracted to men, my dick's not going to get hard. 
it's it's, yeah. it's like an oxymoron. It's like I said, let's say you take a transitional woman who, of course, went from becoming a man to physically mm-hmm. a woman. Was let's say it's straight. That means she only been with men, right? I mean, well, excuse me, excuse me. He only been with let's say women, but then when become transgender, continues to deal with only women. Would you call? <laughs> see, they couldn't even answer that question right because would you call her lesbian or would you call? Yeah. Her? <laughs> no, she 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 would be lesbian. No, no, no. See? She would she would Bingo. be lesbian. Bingo. See that what I'm saying. So it's kind of like, to me, to me, it's when it comes to our fan base, our fan base is LB, it's the community. That's why it's like the way that sometimes men handle their content trade with the women, where I don't want you to put it out before men. Dude, her fan base is nothing like yours. No. Our fan base, they're coming to see us fuck who we fuck. And if nine times out of ten, if they're in the community, they want to see us fuck who we fucking. Period. Actually, I didn't had transgender sit there and say, no, we don't want to see you jerk off. We want to see you fuck because we want to imagine that it's us that you're fucking. <laughs> and, and that's what we cater to. So to you doing transsexual, you know, transgender talent is not a bad thing. And to me, if that's who you are, that's who you are. You know, period. I, I think, to me, like I tell anybody, do what you do in your normal bedroom. Because at the end of the day, that's a lane that's out there that no one is tapping into. You know, period. Because think right. about it. Brazer, they started, they they finally filmed a transgender. You know, they period. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's kind of to the point that I've become the norm. And to me, I don't think we should separate any fucking more. I didn't even like when they were doing it back then. Because I'm like, why? Because well, now just, I... Go ahead. I'll say it's the, 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 the transgender community was definitely exploited for a very long time within the industry. Yes. Yes. And, and, and they were fetishized very heavily. Um, but again, like, like you said, I don't separate mine because I don't want to do that. I don't want the trans person I'm working with to feel like I'm working with them only because they're transgender. That's not the. That's not the. That's not my focus. It's like, no, you're a person. I want to work with you. That, that's it. It's as mm-hmm. simple as that. It's like you're you're a human being. I want to work with you, because um, I want to work with literally everybody. And um, that, that's that's kind of how my 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 start working mm-hmm. with uh, the transgender community started. Was um, I went to talent testing here in Vegas, and um, anyone that's been to talent testing knows they have the business. You, you can put your business cards up. So, like, when other people, yeah. other talent come in, you can, you can discover each other. And there was a, a card there um, for a talent by the name of Lisa Lace. She's actually a good friend of mine now. I, I mm-hmm. picked up her card from talent testing, not knowing she was transgender. I got mm-hmm. home, start, started looking, you know, following her on Twitter and stuff like that. And then that's when I learned she was transgender. And in my head, I'm like, my opinion of her was exactly the same. When I saw her card, I'm like, hey, she's cute. I'd like to work with her. I get home. I discover that she's transgender. And in my head, I'm like, you know, she's still cute. I still want to work with her. You know, and, and, and it's just my, <laughs> what, it's just, just like that fi- finding out she was transgender did not change my opinion of her. Um, and then I mm-hmm. the opportunity came. We happened to both be in L.A. for different reasons. And I, mm-hmm. I reached out to her. I'm like, hey, I can come by today. We can film something. And I had an absolutely fantastic experience working with her. And I've been working with transgender talent ever since. It was just, it was uh, literally one of my like best experiences. Um, you know, filming was was that very first scene with her. She was just an absolute delight to work with. And um, so that that so like if you asked me before I got in the industry what I work with trans talent, I would have said I have no idea. I've never thought of it. Uh, but that experience of you know, you know, seeing her card, saying, "Ooh, hey, I want to work with her," and then it, going through that discovery process and realizing my opinion of her in no way changed. Learning that she was transgender, um, so, and I'm like, okay, I'm safe. like, hey, fantastic. <laughs> so is it safe to say you're pansexual? Um, I don't like labels, but I think pansexual is probably the closest thing 
I'm, yeah. I'm attracted. I'm attra- <laughs> I, I, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm attracted to individuals. Basically, it's just. Yeah. Um. I mean, there are even a couple of men that exist in this world that I am sexually attracted to. Um. Jensen Eccles, who plays uh, Dean Winchester on the TV show Supernatural. I would allow that man to do so many things to me, just like, oh my god, which just hurt. Wait, just... which one was you Wait a You said Dean, right? Yeah, Dean Winchester. Uh, the actor's yeah, name is Jen, 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 I, I, Jensen Eccles. Favorite? Not they, he's my favorite. Don't don't get it twisted. <laughs> I have a man crush on him. I'm not gonna go as far as fucking do, but I do have a man crush on. Don't. I love see, here's, 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 uh, the, here's here's the thing. I am not a bottom. But I would let Jensen Eccles fuck the shit out of me if he wanted to. Like, I would, dude, like, I would just let him do things to me. Like, just, and, and that's how I am. Like, there, there, there are men in this world I'm attracted to. Like, they are scared to say other men are attracted. It, it, I mean, honestly, if a man mm-hmm. is attractive, man is attractive. That doesn't mean that you're gay or you want to yeah. fuck him. It's attractive. I mean, period. Right. Yeah. I'm well, sorry. Yeah, and, and, and for me, the attraction—it's not just a physical thing. Like, if you look—if you look at Jensen Ackles, yes, he is a handsome man. But there—it's just for so many years watching him, and and you know, especially watching him do interviews and behind-the-scene things yeah. and interacting with. And like, I'm—I'm I'm attracted to the individual, <clears throat> is what I'm yeah. attracted to. Yeah, it's—it's—it's—he's a cool dude. Uh, like, oh, yeah. um, like, like one of my other favorite. Guys, that I can say I have a man crush on is um, I can't think of his fucking name. I lost his name. He played in Venom, the guy that played in Venom. Um, oh, t- uh, Tom Hardy. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. It, I, I said yes. If yeah, I was uh, into men, yeah. My my my, yeah, my yeah. other man, my other man crush is Timothy Oliphant. Trying to think who he is. Uh, he he was on the show Justified and Deadwood. Oh oh yeah oh oh yeah. I love yeah. him. <laughs> yes, he rocked yes. Justified. He rocked Justified, yeah. and I remember Deadwood. Yeah. Oh yeah. God! See it? No, I say it's 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 okay. I mean, that's the one thing I think. Mm-hmm. We sometimes just take the masculinity a little too too far. Because like right. I said before, it's it's like to me, for example, like when um Eddie when when they were tripping off of him because he was talking about Sydney Star. Let's keep it one hundred. Sydney Star is fine as shit. Um I'm sorry, that's the finest woman I've ever seen. Yes, she has a she don't have a dick, she just have a big clip. But the point being is if that's what a person's into, that's what they're into. And and I think we're in a day and age where you know the the, the shock is gone, people. Let's be real; the shock is fucking gone. I'm like it. it <laughs> I'm just. I mean, really, because it's it's because to me, for people people to even be shocked anymore of anything, why would you be? Because. Right. The way it's being pushed, and it's not, I'm not saying that it's bad or good. It's 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 mm-hmm. it's indifferent. It's yes, we tolerance is being pushed as far as in the racial, as far as you know, homosexuality, all that stuff. The reason why, because this is a part of our world. This has always been a part of our world. As much as you want to close the eyes and want to throw religion and all that crap, but motherfucker. Back in Rome, they want no such thing as homosexuality. Is I like it, I fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> well, and and I, 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 I'm right there with it. My, my my thing is no children, no animals. As long as no children, no animals, you be I'm, you. You go do what you want. You know, yeah. no no children, no animals. Other than that, go be happy. Yeah, because it's <laughs> like to me, it, I mean, it's what makes you happy out of this piece. Like I said, I mean, mm-hmm. I would, I, me personally, I would never do a transsexual. Transgender, they just because I, I I just could not be able to do it. But would I give him a hug and a kiss on his lips? Damn right. right. <laughs> just a beautiful, just a beautiful women, beautiful, gorgeous. Yes, it is. But look, let's get to the part of the show where the pussies go try, the dicks go limp. Let's talk about the business, man. All right, this is the business now. 
You been in business how long you been doing this so far? Uh three years. Three years uh, as of this month. Okay then. Now from from the time you started to now, especially when you started putting out your own content, the sites and everything. Speak to the up and downs of the money. Um, because not every month is great, you know. And what's some of the things that you might do to help boost your sales with promotions or what have you? You know, a lot of people have a misconception of the money that they automatically think you're gonna get rich by jumping into this. And don't even work behind it. Uh consistency in a release schedule. I, I for the the time periods when I can put out uh one to two scenes a week to where um like right now just I like I did a lot of Santa content and stuff like that but I'm short on non holiday content so I I can see a different definite difference between having content release and not having content release the the more frequently and more consistently you can release content um that 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 bumps you up in like a, any of these sites you know they're they're like any like especially the clip stores um they have like you know the rec- recently re- uh posted section and stuff like that it, it definitely i can see a direct drive in both my sales and my my page clicks to where hey this is a week where i released a scene this is a week i didn't release a scene and i consistently make more money when i'm releasing content versus when i'm not releasing content Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, because the main thing of it is is that you have to be consistent in this business um, mm-hmm. in order to see the money anyway. Um, because it's like can no one say and tell me that you make it, that 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 you don't have much that you didn't see a check. It happens, mm-hmm. you know. Period. You have some of the best months, and what I hate is when. One thing society did with OnlyFans, everything they made it seem like what we do was easy. It wasn't a lot of work, didn't take a lot of effort, didn't take a lot of time, no patience, none of that shit. You know, I, I, I I hate seeing news stories like that. I actually just saw a headline. I, I didn't read the article, but I saw a headline just a couple of days ago how it's some you know pretty pretty young white girl in her twenties. Talk, giving an interview how she's making $60,000 a month on OnlyFans and it's super easy and ev- anyone can do it. I'm like, no. Uh-uh. You, you're, you're, I'm sorry, sweetheart. You're the exception. At $60,000 a month, you, you're in a very rare class of people that most of us don't see that level of success. And it is definitely not easy. I put in more hours doing this job every week than any job I've ever held in my, I'm 40 years old. I've held a lot of different jobs in my life before getting Mm -hmm. in the industry. And I put in more time into this job than any job I've ever worked ever. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) This is a job. Actually. (laughs) It's purposes. Yeah. Because just just, alone. Yeah, well, well, what, 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 what the, the, the rule of thumb that I, I found is for every one minute of video that someone sees, so like say I have a 15-minute video, mm-hmm. every one minute of that video, I spent 10 minutes making that video happen. So if you're watching a 15-minute video, there was 150 minutes that I spent making that video happen. Uh, everything from reaching out to the talent, discussing exactly what we're going to film, scheduling it, figuring out, you know, how we're going to film it, uh, the location for the filming, um, getting tested, um, setting up the lights, actually filming the scene, tearing down the lights, uh, editing the content, uploading the content. There's literally like a 10 to one ratio. And that doesn't include any of thing, any things like social media promotion and marketing that just goes on on a daily basis. It's literally, if I'm releasing a 15-minute video, I spent at least 150 minutes making just that one video happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, it's a lot of and, work for sure. And see, I'm retired, so I ain't got nothing new coming down the pipe. So I got the hard <laughs> task of reintroducing shit. So, <laughs> what? so. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. What you about to say? 
I just say that I'm actually at a point now where I've been doing this long enough and I, I've, I've released over 200 scenes. I'm at the point now to where like times right now where like I'm short on content. What I, what I need to do is I need to go uh, and I've done this a, a few times in the past, but I, I need to step up my efforts on it is take some of my older scenes that I released when I first started and I didn't really know what I was doing and basically remastering those scenes, going through the editing process a second time to improve the mm -hmm. quality um, mm -hmm. and things like that. And also uh, releasing compilations like, you yeah. know, with, with over 200 scenes, like I, I, I focus a lot on repeat series where I'm, you know, doing the same thing. And I, I found mm -hmm. that the, the fans, at least my fans, they, they like a story-driven narrative. I'm not just turning a camera on and having sex with someone. There's usually some sort of story or dialogue. So I, I have more than enough footage where I can start making compilation videos that are like an hour or two hours or even three hours long. It's like, hey, if you want to buy a compilation of all of these different scenes, like if you want to buy all of my cream pie scenes, like here's, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I probably have close to 100 cream pie scenes so like i can make multiple different cream pie compilations and start putting those and, and by doing that even though it's it's existing content i can put those compilations out for people because like say you wanted to buy every uh, cream pie scene from me that would be very very expensive but i can make a a, a longer single compilation and put that out, you know, at, at a price that's discounted compared to buying every scene individually. Um, and, and, and just by, by doing that, that gives me a new video to post. Posting a new video um, gets me uh, additional views. Additional views get me additional sales. And it, it's all just about feeding, feeding those sales numbers. Okay, most now, I got to ask you a hard question. All right. Now, <clears throat> now I've been talented. This been a male producer for many years. <clears throat> and I know how other male talents can be. Now, you being, like I said, of the heavy, the be the big handsome man. Mm -hmm. What's have you been able, have you had any negative or positive response from your fellow male talents? Um, I've definitely had both. Um Hacktech Desires, who I know you interviewed him uh, not yeah. long ago. Um, he he's one of the very first people I met in the industry. That that first weekend at AVN back in 2019, I met mm. him that weekend, and he's been a, a constant source of inspiration and positivity for me. Just things he said to me personally, and watching the the work that he produces. On the negative side, I think the thing I get most often, and, and I, I hear about it secondhand from models, I'll work with a particular model and then I'll I'll hear from them from they, they'll get messaged by other male talents going, hey, what the fuck? I've known you for X number of years. You've never worked with me. Why did you work with that fat piece of shit, Vinny? And, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and uh, uh, what, 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 um, I don't laugh, but I'm not surprised, but go ahead. Well, but 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 and it, 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 it honestly it comes down to attitude and and like one of the models who told me what what another male talent had said to them, you know she responded straight back. She goes that right there. That's why I haven't worked with you because you're rude and entitled. You like you feel entitled right. to work with me, you know. But Vinny Vinny approached me in a professional manner, um, and, and sometimes in situations it simply just comes down to being in the right place at the right time. Being in Vegas, mm -hmm. Vegas, mm -hmm. we're pro we're probably the second largest pool of talent outside of LA. But one of the big differences is people here in Vegas. Were, there's a lot more content trade going on between the independent creators. Like if you go out to LA and try to do content trade, basically mm -hmm. the, 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 those studio talents there only do content trade with other studio talents. They don't go working with the other independent talent like myself most of the time but here mm -hmm. in vegas we're, we're we're a lot more open we're a lot more accepting of people um so yeah there, there's definitely been times where i've worked with someone who's been in the industry for a really long time um done a lot of mainstream work 
and I, I get the opportunity to do content trade with them because I happen to live here See compared you. to some of the guys that live out in the middle of nowhere that, you know, are, are trying to yeah, get these girls, get these girls I, I, to, <laughs> to Yeah, because, because you're in Vegas. Yeah, because it's yeah. because everybody's going to Vegas. Yep. No matter much. how you skinny, everybody's going to Vegas. Yep. So it's it's like, to me, the three hubs you, can, you can't lose is Florida, New York, and Vegas. Because everybody come to them, them spots no matter what. So, because I know that when you were talking about your filming, I know uh, with you being in Vegas, I know you're able to probably shoot at probably a much higher frequency than the average guy probably could anyway. Plus access oh, to ladies absolutely. in ways that guys can't get to. Because it's funny how, like I said, the competition amongst men in this business it's not money. It's pussy. That's the funny part about this shit. It's, it's pussy. <laughs> well, I, 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 um, I, I wish there wasn't competition. I don't know why guys have to be in competition with each other. Um, I, I'm, I'm very much of the mindset of, you know, because I get asked a lot because, you know, models that I talk to, hey, I'm going to be coming to Vegas who else can you recommend in town for me to work with while I'm there? And there, there, there was a point where there was a lot of different guys I was recommending, but mm-hmm. I almost had to stop doing that because I, I was never receiving that in reverse. I was never once of all the yeah. guys I recommended they would reach out to here in town to work with. Not one time did one of those guys ever send a model my way. And I'm like, so why am I, why am I sending you work yeah. if you're not doing the same for me? Yeah, you learned you learned you learned the valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, because the truth be told is that no good. You know, they say no good deed go unpunished. Right. They're not going to give you to them. You a competition. Right. And because guys, a lot of times they really have this damn old skin mentality that they want to be the first to shoot it or really mm-hmm. get it. Or what have you. So when they can see you competition, no. They're not going to send them to you because that means that, oh, she might like him better than he. <laughs> uh, he might, oh, 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 she, she, he might blow her up and she ain't going to want to come work with me no more. So it's kind of like they handcuff. Girl, because he, te- he talked about this. And I've seen this personally. Mm-hmm. Dudes be handcuffing chicks. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For what? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you you asked before, like I I didn't think of this at the time, but you asked before about the the blowback for working with trans. Um, yeah. There was there was that he he still happens to be here in Vegas, but there's one particular male talent that um, he badmouths any guys who work. So like he he there's models I've worked with in the past produce content with them, release content with them. Then they go and they work with this other guy and mm-hmm. he fills their head with the whole HIV stigma, which is completely bogus about working with trans talent. And then mm-hmm. after working with him, they'll no longer work with me because he convinced them that working with me is somehow risky because of my work with yeah. trans talent. And so that's talking about the guys. Chicks, yeah, it is. Yeah. Because because it's super fat up because you taking the same fucking TTS they taking, exactly. You get where I'm coming from. So for so mm-hmm. for them to even go off of that, they already felt some type of way from shooting with you. Right. And see, that's what I hate. Is I'm the kind of person is like, don't fake the funk with me. Mm-hmm. It, it thank you, thank you. Oh, excuse me. In the words of my man Jim Cornette, thank you, fuck you, bye. <laughs> you right. know, period. I rather not did the shoot with you because at the end of the day, that means you did it under falsehood. Like, okay, I'll do it. But then my work, my ability should be good enough to warrant a second shoot, a second look, especially if I treated you professionally, especially right. if my shit made you money, especially if I actually was a fucking gentleman out this motherfucker. Regardless of who I shot with outside of that, I came with a TTS. Mm-hmm. And trust me, I probably ain't fucked nothing since I took mine. You done probably fucked three or four people before you took before I saw you. And you took yours. You feel right. where I'm coming from? No, so I, it's I kinda, do. 
you know, you know what I'm saying? So to me, when I when when I hear shit like that, it kind of irks me because I've been there before. Right. So even to the point uh, that it's bullshit. It's so, bullshit. One of the other things I have actually planned for this year, I, I, I've spoken to a couple of guys about it already, um, but I need to reach out to more of them. What I want to start doing is I want to start ba- basically so y- you get into any of the, the porn communities, whether it's L.A., Vegas or whatever, you, you always got like these group chats for local talent so they could talk about, mm-hmm. hey, who's coming to town? Who are you working with? Um, I want to start a BHM focused group to where we can it it just i don't want to call it a support group but where we can sit here and say okay so these are the people that i've worked with these are these are the models that i can recommend and we can start collaborating we can start sharing ideas and what i would really like to do is i would really like to start producing content with other bhms so that way they're appearing on my stores and i'm appearing on their stores whether we're doing uh, threesomes or w- whatever it happens to be, I want to start producing mm-hmm. content like that. So, because the the no one else is going to advocate on behalf of the BHM community. The BHM community themselves has to be the one doing the advocating. And if we can work together and collaborate and pool our knowledge and pool our resources, uh, we can actually start making some forward progress in the industry. One of the things I don't like with COVID and Omicron and everything else, I don't think this is a good year to do it. But one of my mm-hmm. end goals is I want to start getting these guys together. Hey, like, hey, let's go to Exotica. Let's get five of us together and split the cost and rent a booth and have a booth of just BHM guys. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it just and so we're there on equal footing with everyone else. So we're not relying you know, on, oh, I well, I can only get a ticket to Exotica because one of the sites I sell on is a sponsor and I can get it. No, like, let, let's 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 take control of our own destiny and 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 try to get the word out. And and if we make that movement, if we gain in that popularity, we can start trying to get some of these studio to, to take us a little bit more seriously. Yeah, because I mean, to be honest with you, it's it's. To me, it's at, like I said, it's a place for everything. There is absolutely, you know? and 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 to me, like I said, I applaud you, my man, as well as head tech, my man, Re- you know, Rico Blaze. You know, <clears throat> we need to see more guys with guts lay the pipe to these chicks, man. Yeah, I'm just saying. Damn it, <laughs> I'll just I, shit. He- you 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 said you said it when we first started talking that you're and you're absolutely right that the the guys watching porn more often than not look like us than they do than they look like the guys with the six yeah. pack abs suiting for the studios. Yeah, because sorry, the Uber man is not real major. Let's keep it real. <laughs> the, the pizza guy. Yeah, okay. I don't need to go there. Most definitely. What? But yeah. see, but see, but no, but like I said, I it, it, I took a look at your work and and you do good shit, man. I've been watching you for a minute. I've been seeing your name, so you've been you've been ringing bells. It was like the first time I think I saw you. I was like, okay, big daddy got he get that. I was like, oh, he had some names with that shit too. I said, okay, okay, you know what I'm saying. But to me, like I said, it's just crazy that. You had to experience bullshit because of your size, not because of your professionalism, not because you work because of your size, which is very, very sad to me. Because to me, as hard as it is to find professional talent, let's make this clear, people. It's a professional talent. Let me explain to you what professional talent is. He keeps it up and he busts the nut when it's time and get it right back up again for another one. That's a good talent. He gives you what you need. It's not a question. You know how hard it is? Regardless of what size. Like I said, man. Ladies, y'all need to holler at my man give him some give him some work. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> speaking about that. Tell everybody where they can spend some money on you, brother. 
All right, so um, I, I have to spell out my name because I decided to use like the two least common spellings of both my names. So uh, <laughs> Vinny, V-I-N-N-I-E, O'Neill, O-N-E-I-L-L. Um, Google me. You can find me on Pornhub. You can find me on many vids, on OnlyFans. Uh, on Twitter and talk your 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 you talked about all my links at the beginning. I have all my links as well. Just go to VinnieO'NeillXXX.com and that'll take you to my all my links where I have links to all my different platforms. Yeah, see all my links. Y'all gonna have to give me some sponsorship money because I swear we plug y'all heavy in the show. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> so look, I'm about to bring you back so we can chop it up again, man. For real. All right, yeah, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to talk some more. I'm going to bring you back, most definitely. So with that being said, Pip, you know how we always end this. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming, Vinny. Thank you for having me, sir. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right